The views expressed on this Turnbuckle Tabloid live stream or Turnbuckle Tabloid podcast episode do not reflect the views, thoughts, or opinions of the RageWorks brand, including the RageWorks podcast network, RageWorks content partners, advertisers, and affiliates. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. This is Juba, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Tabloid. Turnbuckle Tabloid. Three, two, one. Well, now that we got 350 episodes in the book put away... On to the charge for 400. Four double low. It's been a, it's been a, it's been a long, tumultuous ride, ladies and gentlemen. But 350 episodes are in the books. Uh, feels like I just started yesterday. Feels like Turbuckle Turbuckle Tableau just started just the other day. Not 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 many people were there in the beginning, but a lot of you guys are are here now, and I thank you guys for enjoying the ride and being a part. Um, it's it's been fun. It's been very very fun. So much fun that it's, it's driven me to go to the gym. Yeah, I'm back on my gym shit again. Uh, I've I've come to the realization that I'm getting older. I like to think that I'm getting wiser. And the body isn't really um, holding up as it used to. But muscle memory is great because, you know, if I, if I can pull out a cartwheel, I'll still do it. Being a former gymnast and all, I can still pull out a cartwheel. Can't do a flip, uh, but, but the cartwheel, I, I, I can nail. Maybe a handstand. Maybe for a couple of seconds, I can nail a handstand. But, yeah, the body's not not what it used to be. So I have to I have to get back into, into gym form. And... Doing the work that I do, I have to be—I have to be a top physical condition, or as as much as condition as I can be. Plus, you know, you want you you want to try to have like some kind of look for you. I always get this question asked me: "You used to lift?" And I say, "Yeah, back in the days, years ago, I used to lift." And like, yeah, I could tell you got the the body for it. You're not lifting anymore. Yeah, lift my beer bottles when I'm drinking, but other than that, no, no, pretty much nothing. But now I'm getting back to it. I, at least I'm not going on social media and posting uh, pictures of me at the gym, flexing and uh, back at it. You know, it's work time. Sweat, grind, sweat again. You know, I'm, I'm whatever. I, I never understood that. Bro, just get your workout on, man. It's all right. You're not impressing me, fam. It's funny because there's a lot of uh, individuals that uh, I know who do this. And then like two or three weeks later, no more pictures. Been going to the gym? I took a break. You know, I took a break. Oh, okay. Then it's like a year later. Back at it, fam. We hitting it. We clanging and banging. I guess. It's good to have a, a partner to go with. Uh, the Will, my MMA guy who stops in, uh, he and I go to the gym together. And uh, 
I, 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 I have to say, wait, in all sincerity, it's cool to have a gym partner to go with, but when you got a, a person like the will to go to the gym with, it could be a bit troubling because, uh, he and I get into these conversations that should not be, uh, heard by others around us. If you guys hear the AC is because it's on in my apartment and, um, New York city's weather has gone from, um, freezing cold blue balls to, uh, we're balancing on sweltering heats. Yeah. I, I'm not a fan of this shit. You guys know, I hate the heat. I mean, honestly, <laughs> sometimes, and I, and I, and I don't censor him. I don't censor him. I don't censor myself. We have these open conversations about today's pop culture, government, religion, all on the treadmill. And you could tell that people are ear hustling. I, I am surprised that someone from the company uh, or the, 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 the establishment has not come to us and say, excuse me, can we have a talk? It, it, it can get a bit offensive. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Turnbuckle Tabloid. I am your host, Mr. Ear to the Mat, and the king of talks down on, as always, the cheap thrill, Jay the Red Santé. Be sure you check us out on all the social media outlets. Check us out on the like and group page on Facebook. Make sure you check us out on Instagram at Turnbuckle Tab, as well as on Twitter at Turnbuckle Tab. And always be sure to check us out on TikTok, YouTube, and on Twitch at Turnbuckle Tabloid. Follow us, subscribe, be a part of the party, download and live stream us on all the podcasting outlets. You can get us at iHeart, iTunes, Google Google Podcasts, wherever you can find podcasting, that's where we are. Make sure you check us out at Turnbuckle Tabloid. And if you prefer just to go to the home base, go to RageWorksNetwork.com. You can get the whole fam. You can get Black is the New Black, Toys and Tags, Trek Untold, and much, much more at RageWorksNetwork.com. And always be sure you check out the family for reviews, previews, contests, all things connected in the world of pop culture. You got movies, TV shows, comic books, video games, everything, everything connected to pop culture at RageWorks.net. RageWorks.net. We do it for the culture, baby. Pop culture, that is. Uh, speaking of pop culture, uh, super producer Sally and I just uh, came back from Doctor Strange um, 2. And um, I must say, I enjoyed it very much. I have to say that. I, I, reading comic books as a kid and, and being somewhat of a comic book fan to this day was never really into the, like, the mysticism aspect of comics. Like, I wasn't into the magic elements and, sh and shit like that. But... For Doctor Strange, it's a little bit different. He's a little bit more cooler. He's a little bit more snarky. And uh, in this in this movie, it's a mix of a lot that was going on. I'm not gonna you know spoil anything for you guys if you guys have yet to see it. Uh, I do recommend you guys check it out, especially if you are trying to uh, continue to be on board with the MCU and such. There is some. 
that play when it comes to if you guys watch the Disney Plus shows and such, it'd be interesting to see how they use that as well. So I suggest you guys take a take a listen to it. And I'm excuse me, take a view and watch it. Take a trip. Go to the movies, damn it. Shit. I was happy to go back to the movies. Fuck. Miss the movies. Probably the only thing I ever do. I'm more of an introvert. Like I I'm I'm out like I'm a, I have a vacation that's coming up soon during the summer. And and everybody goes, well, where are you going? I'm like, I'm going nowhere. I could stay home and still have a great time. I sit at home, do my podcast, get on my video games, finish a lot of games that I've been wanting to play, spend time with my kid. Maybe, you know, if I, you know, if I want to take a trip to like some amusement park somewhere, in case maybe I will. But as for, you know, Having to go far away and shit? No, and especially now how fucking things have gone up in price and shit. Fuck out of here. I don't need to do all that shit. I'm very comfortable in my home and in my skin. I'm okay with that. Now, if anybody wants to pay for a trip, that's fine. No, I'm kidding. Other than that, it's been, uh, been a... Um, you ever had one of those weeks that you, you felt like was longer than seven days? That's what my work week was like. I felt like I worked 12 days in one week. It was just daunting. Um, check out the TikTok because I have a lot of um, content that's been going up there little by little. I've uh, been doing the top 10. My, my top 10 favorite video games uh, of all time when it uh, pertains to wrestling. So check uh, check out the TikTok there. For that contact and um, much, much more. Man, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to do different things. We're going to Outlaw this Thursday. So, uh, guys, check out Outlaw Wrestling. They're, it's a homecoming. They're going back to Brooklyn. Uh, you, they've been at the, the brewery, so now they're going back to Brooklyn. And I'm not sure. I've never been to this place before, but I know one thing. It seems as though that it's at a church, and which means that I will not be drinking. That is going to be fucking awful. I'm going to hate that but I'll manage we'll see let's see what can happen who knows maybe somebody could turn some water into wine and make it happen and make it happen for me who knows all right got much more we got much to talk about this week we got a wrestling rundown on the wrestling rundown wrestling rundown we have uh, Roman Reigns has signed a new deal um Ibushi's having issues with New Japan is there going to be the CM Punk dream match we've been looking for with the upcoming uh, Forbidden Door pay-per-view? Hikaru uh, Shida is not happy on her stance and re- reasons why she was written off of TV. Uh, talk of breaking up a popular tag team in WWE and uh, much, much more. So, wrestling uh, rundown is jam-packed this week of news. Around the Square Circle, discussing, of course, what we watch, what we listen to, what we partook in. This week, uh, AEW Dynamite kicked off with the um, Owen Hart Tournament and um, much, much more. So, guys, don't go anywhere. Stick around. We will return. Check you guys in a sec. Get your ass up and ready to work because the Warriors here to let you know if you don't do what I tell you, you're going to be pissing in your pants and shitting in your drawers. Yeah! 
I know I've been dead for quite some time, but I've come back to life for this moment because the internet has brought me back to full strength. And I know that you people have been wanting the warrior way, but I've come back for one, two, three reasons. Number one, because the internet has brought me back on YouTube. These, these videos that I've been making from years past where I've been motivating young little bastards who don't make it in the world and I've been showing them that if you do the warrior way like dragging weights on your ass and putting big dumbbells in your butthole it makes you a better man and a stronger man you will be able to accomplish something in your life Two, I know Dana Warren's been making a name for herself with my name and my legacy. Doing that works with the WWE and such. But you know what? If we're able to get my kids paid and get me my legacy going the way it should, and I'll be the biggest thing since the Gorgonites happened. And small soldiers, I could be one with law. And if my wife wants to look me for what I have left, what I have in a tomb, and that's okay because I give the way of the blood. And finally, number six, the reason why I come back for you people is because not only was I trying to motivate these young teenagers for steering away from the stuff that's happening in the street, like playing basketball or sitting there, sitting in front of a TV playing video games like Super Mario and Kirby. You want to go out there and do stuff? Well, you know what? The Ultimate Warrior has brought himself back to life because what he wants to do is motivate not only your teenagers, but your infants as well. That's right, you ultimate warrior is here to get the embryos and those who come out of the womb, who are all succubus of all things, all eternal, who still believe that diapers should be worn when you're a one, two, 15 year old, and I will teach you a way of living life to the fullest. The ultimate warrior's baby raising program is one to make you feel as though that you are one with yourself, with the Smurfs, with also the people that come within you, with the war warriors, the big warriors, the ones that come from the gods, such as Jesus, Hitler, and people who are able to bring themselves up to the form of what the other elements that come from the earth, the ground, and what the baby has been able to do in its diaper. For example, the ultimate warrior has ways for you to curb all those things that are unnecessary, such in life as in pooping in a diaper.
This is the world champion of House of Glory and the crown jewel champion, Anthony Gangone. And you're listening to Turnbuckle Tabloid. It's Wrestling Rundown with Jay Santi. Live from New York, it's Turnbuckle Tabloid. frustrated because i wanted to go live and um once again the the, the camera and the fucking uh, i don't know i don't know what the fuck is going on i think the um the mic on the camera was picking up shit uh, whatever you know what? you just get rid of it fucking name. start from scratch do the testing all over again story of my fucking life when it comes to these live streams just when i find a good program that works for me to live stream now the next thing is a fucking camera so oh what what to do uh, in any case, as always, I'm the Norm McDonald of this segment, and uh, this is our wrestling rundown of your weekend update. So apparently Roman Reigns has signed a new contract. Seems as though with his new deal, he'll be getting, he'll be getting um, less, uh, less uh, uh, live, live event dates, possibly less matches on TV, only be used for the premium purviews and yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Looks like he's going in the mode of uh, Brock Lesnar. He's earned it, right? He's, he's made his way. There's no bones about it. I myself appreciate a wrestler who wrestles, but this actually helps because um, while he's still a hot commodity with the company, it always, is good because it helps to bring up other talent and showcase other talent. So this, this is this is a good thing for the rest of the crew. So get your game up, y'all. Y'all heard me? Do you understand me, heifer? Oh, the sounds of New York, ladies and gentlemen. It fucking annoys me every time. I'm trying to be as professional as possible and... You just, you, I'm going to have to fucking lock myself in a rubber room or some shit to, to at least get some kind of clarity. Eh, but you still get the uh, the AC in the background. Uh, seems as though that Queen of the Mountain is coming back to Impact. Well, I'm not sure if there was ever, there ever was a Queen of the Mountain. It was King of the Mountain that was their featured event. Uh, I'm not a fan of this match. It's a real silly stipulation. Where it's a reverse battle royal where you have to fight to get into the ring. And then once you get in the ring, somebody gets into a penalty box. And if you get in the penalty box, then the, the, the goal is to get the belt to hang it up on the... It, it's, I, I never liked it. I never really cared. And now to see that it's going to be a woman's match makes it even more um 
difficult for me to want to watch it. I'm sorry. It's not because I'm, I'm sexist or anything. It's just it's bad as a men's match, so I know it could be even worse as a woman's match. So I'm not. Nope. Not going to co-sign on this shit. Good Lord. 91. That's awesome. Unfortunately, I am sorry to say that there is going to be a sundown for certain servers and the wrestling video gaming community. Seems as though that the 2K19 and 2K20 servers will be going down in June. The popular servers for the 2K19 um, game was very much a uh, fan favorite because of the mods, the community creations and such that went well with uh, transforming your gaming experience, especially on the PC for 2K20, no one gives a shit. I would even be, I would be shocked to, to, to know how many people were playing that shit, even after the ridiculous launch and tumultuous failure that game was. So, uh, unfortunately, as, 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 as for the 2K19 servers, uh, hopefully, hopefully, We'll be able to see a surge in 2K22 with its mods and its um, its community creations. The one thing I can't say is that there has been a um, an issue going down with the creator uh, community uh, cre- creation community because apparently there are certain individuals who are getting the DLCs early and are releasing them on their creations. So instead of having the uh, option to purchase, you can get them for free and the modders of the servers for 2K22 have been cracking down and basically has been putting restrictions on a lot of shit. So, um, yeah, that's that seems to be a problem lately. But other than that, uh, rest in peace to the 2K19 and 2K20 servers coming this June. It's good, 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 good to be in the shop, y'all. So apparently the Dream match in which I booked in the episode with uh, Whole Milk Mike, where we talked about matches we would like to see for, for the Forbidden Door pay-per-view. Looks like one of them may not be in the cards. CM Punk recently went on Twitter uh, and responded to a question that's asked about a possibility of he and Kenta facing off at the Forbidden Door, and his immediate response was no. Although Punk has been known to troll, this seems to be the match that seems to me the most logical and would make the most sense and be the most fun, in my opinion. GTS versus GTS will be a it, it, it's it's a done deal for me. That's what I that, that that's what I think about it. I, I think this this should be this should be a happening. Uh, Kenta responds where he laughs it off and he says, "Keep doing my uh, keep doing my GTS badly. Keep doing my finisher badly." I think this is just a troll mechanism, and I think that um, the possibility of this happening could still be in the air. So, let's see. I am the best in the world at what I do. Seems as though that Kota Ibushi is having issues with New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, He goes on Twitter this past week going off on a tirade about uh, seeing as though that the higher-ups at said promotion were trying to rush him back into the ring. 
for Wrestle Kingdom, even though he has suffer, suffered an injury, and the um, old guard that had returned were not happy in with the way he carries himself because you know he's the new guard of wrestling. You know, they have that same mindset, uh, such as uh, Kenny Omega and the like. So uh, the old guard aren't fans of that, and. Uh, looks as though that he and uh, New Japan will be parting ways. Uh, I don't know much about Abushi, but what I do know is that he seems to be problematic. It seems like every time that something comes up, it's just everyone else's fault but his. I don't. I don't know. I. I, I this cat has always been um, very, I don't know, um, eccentric. If that's the word we're gonna use, yeah, he's been he's been a bit eccentric. So let's just see how this is gonna play out later on down the line. Eighteen thousand people calling you an asshole. Cesaro might be charging too much with his booking fee. Uh, many have said to believe that they thought that maybe he hasn't been booked because of due to injury and such, but it seems as though that his going rate might be a little bit too pricey, even for the standards of certain wrestling promotions. Um, Tazaro, talented wrestler, but also can be well versed in other avenues and such. Not sure whether or not this is a uh, maybe pricing yourself out of a booking or possibly um, promoters aren't ready to invest in a Cesaro type individual in their company. So I'm not sure. I don't know. I I, I, I would give it to him. I mean, you got to give you some work. And he'll definitely put draw eyes to the company, so I wouldn't. I would not. Um, I would give it the one shot and see what it is. So, but you know, I don't have a company and, and I don't have money. Oh, oh, oh! A little bit of the bubbly. Back to CM Punk. Uh, he and Bischoff are going back and forth um, on Twitter, or maybe not on Twitter, but they've been comments made on Twitter. Bischoff basically making statements. Regarding Punk stating that he hasn't lived up to the expectations of the to his standing in AEW. This could be doing part of the booking that's going on there. And uh, CM Punk replied and uh, by calling him basically a carny who got ran out of the business. It sounds like it's getting ugly. It sounds like it's getting ugly. Listen, you know. I agree with Bischoff, yes, but I also agree with Punk where sometimes certain individuals don't really know what's going on or have a gain a sense of what's happening behind the scenes. See, with doing this podcast, I could have the assumptions because, you know, I'm not an insider. I'm just somebody with an opinion. But for a guy like Bischoff, he, you would think, would be in the know because he's he's dealt with the company before and I'm pretty sure he knows a lot of individuals in there so I guess 
he would know a little bit on, on what's going on as for booking and such. Has Punk been a success in AEW? I think so. Is it, you know, blowing the doors off? No, but I think that Punk has been in right uh, in the right position and in, in storylines and such, in which made sense. And I thought that matches that he had, for the most part, were above average. So I, I think for for who he is, how long he was out of, away from the company, and for what he's been doing, uh, I think he's been doing just fine. But um, like I said, what do I know? I'm just a I'm just a tool bag with a with a podcast, right? MJF, uh, another uh, seems as though he's another individual that's come on the spectrum dealing uh, when conversations are discussed about AEW. Seems as though he's not happy with his current contract situation. We've been talking about this for the past couple of weeks, in which Punk has basically said that, uh, excuse me, not Punk. Uh, MJF has basically said that, um, well, he wants more money, and why not? He's one of the biggest stars, if not the biggest star in that company right now, you say what you want, but the guy has brought the heat, has had some spot-on matches, and is a focal point of that company. And, and if you are a casual viewer of wrestling and you begin to divulge into AEW, one of the first superstars you're going to look into is MJF because of his charismatic promos and his ring work. And he's booking himself or whoever's doing the booking into these uh, matches in which imply incredible storytelling. Right now, though, the, the, the angle that's working with Wardlow, although it's, it seems as though it's wash and repeat, but it's captivating because it's your former lackey who is now trying to get out his contract to break out free, and you have to get in. Uh, he has to do your bidding for that to happen. It's it's astounding like how you know people think that just because you got a position in a company that people will say, "Well, you should just be grateful you got a job." Okay. But when you know that your your worth is your price is worth more than that, and your work is worth more than that, and then you see individuals who are coming in, who are making maybe two, three times more than you're making, and you're like, wait a minute, I started here, and I'm the one who basically drove the the spiking to get this company rolling, and now these guys are coming in and making X amount of dollars more than me, and I'm not getting compensated. Yeah, yeah. This happens all the time in sports. This happens all the time in in the workplace. It happens. Some may say that uh, a deal may be finalized after um, Tony Khan works out what the TV, the next year's TV deal is going to be, especially now with um, how the Warner Group and uh, Discovery are going to have their um, business acclimations going down and what's the future for AEW. So, uh, some may say a, a, a deal might happen then, but some in the locker room are saying that this is not how you do business. Yet they're saying that they're not happy 
with how MJF is going about it. It's not the old school kind of way. But, no. Khan wants, Khan wants longevity with him. But, if the rumors are true, MJF is saying pretty much, yeah, I just, yeah, I want my money now and I still want the option to be a free agent in 2024. Kind of doesn't work that way. Or maybe it does. So who knows? Let's see how this plays out. Because I think he's hedging his bet to say that, listen, give me my money now and then we'll see what happens in 2024. I don't think he'll go to WWE. I don't see it. He might because of his relationship with Cody, maybe. But I don't think that'll happen. I think they'll they'll finally cave and they'll give him the um, the boathouse. And much, much more. So uh, I wouldn't get my hopes up for any uh, WWE fans to think that MJF will be heading over there in 2024. I have to announce to you that I will never retire. Looks like Sonny's ass has been sent back to jail. Seems her, her, her bond was... Um, uh, oh, no, it was not uh, upheld and was revoked. And... Um, yeah, it looks like she's about to see some shit. Finally, the, uh, the law caught up with her ass, and she just sad, man. She just couldn't fucking get it together. It's unfortunate. Uh, a little over a month ago, Sonny was involved in a car accident when she rear-ended a car and killed the 75-year-old man who was in the car, so... Looks like old that she'll be in jail little for a little bit of a little bit of some time until her court dates. Um, she's driving her boyfriend's car, and I know he is pissed. Rest in peace. She shouldn't have been driving because I think her driver's license was was suspended. That's fucking ridiculous. Uh, the Office of Pain apparently are back and apparently they are running a wrestling promotion out in the Middle East. I believe they're in uh, Saudi Arabia and such. Looks like the authors are putting together a promotion called Wrestling Entertainment Series, a WES. Their first shows, their first shows. Mm. Now I'm at Sullivan, our first, our first shows, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, believe their first shows are going to be running in Britain first, and then they will be touring the Middle East with their promotion. So uh, good luck to them. Why, look at what, look at what we have here, folks. Hikaru Shida is not happy with her booking. It seems as though that uh, the AEW star has... Um, been written off a of TV uh, doing parts after her long standing rivalry with uh, Serena Deep, and she was to qualify or at least be in the qualifications for the Owen Hart tournament in the women's bracket, but apparently she was removed. In her tweet, she writes, After my Philadelphia street fight, a doctor checked from AW was required to participate in the Owen Hart Cup and I couldn't re-enter the country at the time. 
I'm sorry to disappoint everyone. These difficulties sometimes happen with the international talent. I feel healthy and never stop trying to improve. Please cheer for Chris while I do my best in Japan. And, um, yeah, they just, uh, I guess they wanted her to get a clearance after their, but this is, once again, this is my problem and why they continue to book these matches for these women. I mean, accidents, I mean, injuries could happen at any time. That's understandable. But now you're putting them in these matches, especially leading up to an, an important tournament. That's nonsensical. You could have actually just waited to have this match afterwards. But as she said, guess this uh, gives a spot to Chris Statlander and good luck to her. Right? Right. You're fired. Next up on the board, uh, Rick Flair's training to wrestle. I know you guys have been seeing the videos, right? You have to be. I've been sharing them with uh, some of our friends and uh, got to say, for a man of 73 years old, it's not bad. Muscle memory is beautiful, bro. I'm telling you, it, it, it's a beautiful thing that occurs when the body still remembers how to go even at a, uh, at a, at a older age. Seems as though Rick has been training with Jay Lethal and slowly but surely he's coming out. The fucker took a suplex. God damn, he fucking took a suplex. Listen, tell you what you want about Rick, man, but as much alcohol must be great. This is why I continue to drink because boozing must keep the body still going. No other drug, no other fucking alcohol. I mean, no other uh, uh, um, stimulant is holding him stronger than motherfucking the booze. Because, damn, you could be fucking knocking down liquors or beers the way that he does and be 73 years old and take a fucking suplex and go in the ring and hit the ropes and shit. God bless him. I, I would give him one more shot. Fuck it, right? Just give him one more rap. One, one more match. Fuck, fucking bullshit. No, I and she can't do that shit, right? Renee's ready to work with... Either company looks as though Renee Paquette is ready to go out in the world. Renee Paquette Moxley is ready to go back out in the world. And she says she's willing to work with either company. She has no ill regards with WWE and is open to work with AEW. So um, I always thought that she was a good uh, commentator. I always thought she was a good interviewer. I always thought that she was good as a host for shows. She's very talented and she knows her shit. She'll be a jewel for any company that uh, hires her. So good luck to her. The cream of the cream of the cream of the crop. Nobody does it better. I actually like when it does the skips like that. It makes it seem more fancy. Leo Rush is back uh, to wrestling. He comes out of retirement again. I, 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 I would have loved to have Olski comment on this because he hates stories like this, but this kid has more retirement store fucking angles and uh, um, moments than fucking Terry Funk, bro. He's 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 barely twenty seven years old. 
I also come to I always come to to the thought as well as like, well, you know, maybe that music industry um dream may not as panning out as you thought it would, right? Right, right. So who knows? Uh well, will you be going to see Leo Rush? And is he is he one of those that is possibly burning bridges everywhere he goes? We'll see. He's opened up that door to start the bullshit again. Welcome to the Kevin Owens show. See, this is the fan base has been dragging uh, Aubrey Edwards down the road. See, uh, it looks as though that people are not uh, happy with her basically taking too much attention away from the wrestling and put, putting it on her. I've been saying this shit for the past few weeks. I've been picking that up slowly but surely. She's been caking on the makeup real heavy. She's been very, very um, active in the ring. Very interactive in the ring, I must say. And she's become part of the work. Now, mind you, there is certain instances where the referee is... A part of a match, what meaning as though that they're part of the storyline or the angle. They take a bump. Uh, they do that. Uh, a respect the respect the color, respect the, the shirt, that kind of thing. But I think that uh, it's kind of been a distraction with Aubrey. Like I said, with the whole makeup shit, whatever. Like she's been caking it on, and it's almost like I can't focus because she's she looks like fucking gold dust in certain instances where she's putting it on. I'm sorry, <laughs> like it, it can be a problem. The referee is just supposed to blend in like the ring, come out when they're needed, necessary, put over a move. I know certain re- referees who when a big bump happens, they just, oh, and they pull back. Or, oh, you know, they make the facials. That's fine. That's what you're supposed to do. But sometimes when you get a little bit too involved, I just saw a clip. I think it was on on a dark show or dark or AEW dark or whatever, where she did a spot on a fucking wrestler. And I'm like, really? All right, guy. Uh, all right. It's, it's whatever. You know what? What, what, you know what? Like I said, what the fuck do I know? Right. Technically, I was supposed to be leading up to the main event, so I might as well just. So apparently, for the main event this week, there's discussions of slip, uh, separating Ray Mysterio and Dominic. Just recently had on the episode where I discussed about my uh, problems in which tag teams are separated, why they are. In such a rush to do that. There's no such thing as a long standing tag team. The uh New Day's been, I think, is the longest standing tag team besides the Usos. I mean, that's automatic, but uh Usos, New Day, and that's it, really. There hasn't been maybe a uh, uh, uh War Machine. War Machine has been a long standing tag team. Or War Raiders, whatever the fuck they call themselves. Um 
Yeah, they they've they've been of the longest standing tag teams, I believe. Everybody else has just found a way to break up, right? And it's always, like I said, for the longest time, it's always that heel turn fucking aspect of it. Now, do I think that Ray and Dominic should break up? Yeah, I do. I think it's about that time. I think Ray needs to go off and um, since he's continuing to wrestle, he should do it on his own. Uh, Dominic needs to spread his wings and start getting uh, his feet wet in, in, in a singles run. Maybe um, maybe get involved in some awesome theory kind of angles and stuff like that. I don't want to see a, a heel turn, but if I were to book it, this is Jay's story time and how he booked wrestling. So how I would how I would book it would be that it it's basically the um the bird leaving its nest storyline angle, which would be um you first book it as they get into a match with I don't know, maybe um the dirty dogs or something of that magnitude. And it's the build up is so then, okay, if we, if the dirty dogs win, you two have to break up. And after, after the match, dirty dogs win, Mysterios have to break up. Dominic is conflicted because he's not sure whether he could do it as a single. Ray tells him, you'll be fine. Just, you know, follow my tutelage. Do what, you know, remember the history. We're Latinos. It's in our blood. You have to know, Dominic. It's in our blood. We are warriors. The Mysterios are warriors. Eddie was a warrior. You, Dominic, you have it in your blood. You can be a warrior as well. So, Dominic goes on a singles run after a few weeks. Hasn't gotten a win. He's been so close, so close to get a win. Has been able to pull it out. Then, uh, after a few weeks, Dominic decides that, you know, maybe wrestling isn't for me. Maybe I should just quit. Ray Post says, no. No. We're mysterious. We do not quit. We keep striving. We push. If I would have quit early on, you would have never been able to be who you are today because I would have failed you. So for you to continue on and for you to prove to yourself that you can make it, you're going to your next match. It's going to be with me. You and I, we're going to, we're going to do it the Mysterio way. And this leads to a match maybe at SummerSlam where Dominic faces off with Ray. And you could even put in a stipulation where Ray would say, I can't continue on without you knowing that you can be this good. I have to give you the incentive. You have to push on. And I need you to shine on your own. This is going to be my last match. You have to beat me. You have to continue the mystery of your name. And this becomes a retirement match for Ray. Does Ray retire? No. You could always say the next Monday Night Raw, I wasn't really going to retire. I just, uh, I just said that because, you yeah. know, I just wanted you to win. I want you to believe in yourself. But dad, I didn't really want you to retire. I know. 
But in any case, uh, Dominic wins, and it gives him the motivation to become a better wrestler, and he starts earning wins and starts winning the United States title or after the draft, he'll go after the Intercontinental Championship and such. It'll be a nice mid-card run. And that's a that's an easy run. That's an easy way of, of, of making Dominic a single without having to go through the whole dribble of having to be a heel or having Ray turn heel, which hey, Ray's never turned heel, so. I mean, if you want to call his days in WCW with you know, the Rotten Scoundrels a, a heel turn, I guess, but I would have gone. I, I I don't consider that because the fans still loved him. But nonetheless, that's how I would book Ray and Dominic's team split up. That was Jay's breakup and story time and booking, whatever. All right, guys, when we come back, we're going to have Around the Square Circle and much to talk about. Just recently, I just watched Rampage right now, and I'm like, fuck the fuck, fuck. Guys, don't go anywhere. Stick around. We'll turn. Check you guys in a sec. This is the COO of WWE uh, Triple H, uh, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Tabloid. Download and stream from all podcasting outlets like iTunes, uh, Google Play Music, Spotify, iHeart, and all podcasting outlets you can listen to. Round the square circle. What we watch, what we listen to, what we partook in this past week. And, um, yeah. Let me see. Let me see. Uh, not much really there. Cornette this week. There's a lot to talk about with Roman Reigns, uh, with JYD. Uh, been a bigger success in Mid South. And would he have been a, a big success in Memphis? Um,. He had his reviews of the uh, WrestleMania backlash. Wasn't a fan of the main event. I was. He was more of a big fan. He was a bigger fan of the Cody Seth match. Uh, 83 weeks. We had uh, Eric basically discussing the AEW issue that's going on. He uh, mentioned what. Um, what is what is their hangups? What's what's causing them, and why they won't be able to break out from um, catering just to their fans and expanding their fan base and their audience? They'll just be centralized. Uh, Wrestling bios this week they did a WCW blunder with the Demon, and uh, MLW this week we had the main event. We have Fatu versus. Bestia six six six, which is actually a really cool match. So check check that out. That was actually good. So uh, let's kick it off with some raw.
Raw kicks off quickly with um, opening match. They just they did a quick montage of what went down in WrestleMania backlash, and after that we saw the uh, RK Bro defending their Raw Tag Team titles against the Street Profits. Really fun match, good match up and down. Uh, it was um, it was a good way to kick off the show. Was very happy to see that we finally start Raw with a wrestling match, not bullshit. Thank you guys for doing that. Um, Dawkins is actually looking a lot better these days. I have to say, Angelo Dawkins is really looking more and more like a a man who's who's working on his craft. Big man should be looking like um. Big man should be working like a big man, and that's exactly what he's doing. Um, man, but, you know, Montez Ford, man, that did, we could always say he's a star. He is a star. Got to gotta give it up to the, his, 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 his athleticism and his potential. Next up, we get the uh, Judgment Day segment where Edge and Damian Priest, as well as Rhea Ripley, are in the ring and you know Edge is cutting his promo, yada yada yada, and out comes Liv Morgan. In which the only thing that bothered me about this is why the fuck is Liv Morgan coming out happy go lucky? La 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 la. I'm ready to fight. Shouldn't you be upset, mad about what the fuck Rhea Ripley's been doing? I mean, I mean, come on. What are we doing here? And of course, um, yeah. Um, Match wasn't as good as it would be. It should have been. Uh, it was. I, I I just like the fact that he was uh, that Edge during his promo was cutting on um. He was cutting on the crowd. That was that was old school Edge, and, I, and that's the Edge that I appreciate. But um, that's the heel that I like to see. After that, we get Finn Balor versus Damian Priest. Uh, this rivalry is still, still heating up. Uh, I'm, I'm just liking the fact that this is all binding to where we see this faction forming and a possible other faction forming as well. Uh, it looks as though that we're going to see uh, AJ Styles, um, Finn Balor, not sure if Liv is going to be involved in that faction, but already there's heat there. And um, who else could be involved? MVP hosted another episode of the the, the VIP Lounge. Uh, once again, more fodder for bullshit. Um, Bobby Lashley came out, crashed the show. Uh, almost and uh, MVP ran out. Cedric was left there to get his ass beat. Cedric Alexander. We then get Sonya Deville calling out for an opponent and out returns Alexa Bliss. Looking really, really good. I like the attire that she had. It's a mix of her old, um, her old, uh, um, the goddess look and the fiendress, if you want. It's a little bit of everything. Wasn't a good return for her. Uh, the match was shitty at best, but uh, 
once once we get the kinks out, then you know, we'll 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 see Alexa doing it off. Maybe it was Deville. Maybe Deville didn't looks looks so good. Then we get uh, <laughs> Kevin Owens who came out. He came out saying that he was Ken Owens. He's um, Kevin Owens' brother. <laughs> I know this is a fucking stupid shit, but but seeing Owens with the fucking wig and so was 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 um so bad that it was good. Veer Mahal uh defeats a local um jobber. But he also uh everybody's was sitting there trying to say that he kind of looked like an, an uglier version of Wardlow. Fucking hilarious. We then get the uh, probably the match of the night. We get uh, Austin Theory versus Cody Rhodes. This is one of those this situations where uh, Cody knew you knew Cody wanted to have this match early on. This was for um, the U.S. title. We weren't we weren't going to get a Cody Rhodes winning the U.S. title, of course, because we got to get a. Uh, we gotta get we gotta get Seth coming in with this curb stomp, and sure enough, that happened. It's um, it's good to see Cody back and working with talent like Theory. Theory even did the cartwheel, uh, Stardust, uh, um, moniker, uh, a mocking of 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 Cody. It's um, it's fun, man. It's it was a really fun match. You guys should check it out. Part of the match of the night. We get the pairing of uh, Nikki Ash and Dewdrop uh, going up against uh, Sasha Banks and Naomi. Um, I think this, there's there's something there with Nikki and Dewdrop. I like the pairing. To, if they do what they do, please don't make this a, re- a repeat of um, uh, the superhero in training and fucking Rosie with um, with. Uh, the, the hurricane. Please don't do this. Don't. Do not do that. We get uh, Mustafa Ali. Mustafa, excuse me. Mustafa Ali versus uh, Tommaso Ciampa. Did we get that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Miz was the referee for this. I don't know how. I don't know why, but. I think the match would have been better if Miz wasn't the referee. Still a good match and all, but I still believe that if Miz wasn't involved in this directly, it it would have been better. And plus, I want to see more of a, I guess, heel chomper. Let's 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 make that clear, especially with a guy who's going over right now with Ali. It would be better if we get more of a heelish kind of chopper going down. Finally, we get Oscar versus Bianca Belair. Uh, was really necessary. I mean, they're both baby faces. I'm not getting the reasoning for this. Uh, there's so much you could have played with at this time with this match. Uh, all I know is just that... Uh, Oscar's back and now she's getting uh title shots. 
like opportunities. I I don't know. I don't know. But nonetheless, at the end, we get uh, not not much of a great match, but a match nonetheless could be better. Maybe down the line, we could hopefully see them do it again in different circumstances. But we get a a, a closing of the show. Of course, Bianca with the win, and uh, Becky had to, you know. I mean, kind of, kind of, kind of wish that Becky was a little bit more involved in this, but I don't know. Show was role was meh. It was it was all right. Best that best match of the night. Well, uh, you know, the best part of the night was Austin Theory versus Cody, and um, Kevin Owens. Ken Owens with the wig. So that leads us to AEW Dynamite. Dynamite kicking it off with the Owen Hart Foundation Men's Tournament quarterfinal. Dax Hardwood versus uh, Adam Cole. And uh, not much to argue about with here. This was actually a good match for me. Um, I like the look Dax came out with, dressed with the uh, the black and purple. Um, was a wrestling match, actually. Uh, I, I didn't see too much of the buffoonery. This was a solid match for me. I think it was a great start of uh for the show. Um looks as though that may uh Hardwood may or may not had a an injury during the match, but he still pressed on. Um and then you look at the at, at how the chain wrestling and the grappling uh the grappling between the two worked itself out during this match. Really, really good job. Uh, we get a win here by Adam Cole by winning by sharpshooter for uh, um, Dax tapping out, which didn't didn't hurt anyone in this match. Next up, uh, we get Pang, uh, uh, Hangman Page joining the commentary team, and um, for some reason, Punk. Fights Johnny Hungry. Oh, I know why. Because they're in Long Island. That's right. Johnny Hungy. I don't know why they call him that shit. Uh, Johnny Silver. Punk comes out wearing a Islanders jersey. Why? I, I he bashed him the last time he was there, and then now he's making amends. I don't know. It, it's that that didn't make any sense to me. Either case, um, it was okay. Match nothing too out of. Out of the ordinary, uh, we get we get um, Punk with the win with a buckshot lariat, and this prompted Page to enter the ring, and which uh, Punk cut a promo on him, and they left it at that. We then get a Danhausen match with Tony Neese. Which was squashed. Quick squash match in which then we get a run in by Hook at the end. And uh, once Hook scared off Tony Nese, 
I guess the crowd got exactly what they wanted with a hook and Dan Housen handshake. Whatever. We get a contract signing with MJF and Wardlow. Uh, of course, he was surrounded in the ring by um, security. And MJF was over as fuck, regardless of the fact he's a heel. But in Long Island, he's much loved. And he milked it to the bone. After the contract signing, Warlow was to be placed back in handcuffs, but apparently he starts beating the shit out of everybody, and he puts um, Smart Mark Sterling through a table. And as uh, MJF and um, uh, uh, the rest of the goons go running off, have to get their ass beat. Um. We we get to see Sean Spears. It looks like he's bringing back the uh, the ten gimmick again, and uh, I'm excited for this. I want to see the the whole ten straps thing going on. I want to see like the the whole fucking um, gauntlet that Warlow has to do before he gets his match and before he secures his uh, his um, his his separation from from MJF. I'm I'm a fan of this this angle. I, I like the storyline. I, I think it works perfectly with both men, and, and uh, I want to see how it it, um, it concludes. FTW Championship match. Well, we had Jungle Boy versus Ricky Starks for a belt that nobody considers, and I really didn't care for this match. Really didn't give a shit. Taz being on commentary was the best part about it because, of course, his 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 guys can't do no wrong, which is what I was supposed to be. But he's also very smart and very detailed when it comes to his commentary. I love what he's on there. Uh, I'm just, um, I'm just uh, uh, um, wondering why this this title is there anyway. So I don't, I don't know what the fucking meaning of this shit is. We get the uh, Jericho Appreciation Society uh, a victory speech. Uh, I guess because they burnt. Uh, Eddie Kingston's face, who the fuck knows why, which was interrupted by the Blackpool's Combat Club. I don't know why they cared, why they wanted to be there. Uh, after that, Eddie Kingston's antenna Ortiz popped up, and uh, they all began to brawl. And then that just had... I, I don't I, I, I don't understand. I, never, I, didn't, I didn't get this at all. I, I was lost. Really didn't give a shit. I, I I just I don't care. I really don't give a shit. We had the Owen Hart Women's Tournament quarterfinal: Tony Storm versus Jamie Hayter, and um, the match was okay. It was for me, but I kind of get the feeling that I don't know some of these wrestlers. And I look at Tony Storm. I look at um. I look at Adam Cole. And I've seen him have much better matches at the other place. Here, it's like you're free to do stuff, but it's not. I don't know if it's agent right. I don't know if it's produced right. Tony here doesn't have that Tony Storm that we seen before. Like, I don't know. I I, I don't know if it's me. Maybe it's me. I don't know. But. Not to take anything away from the match. The match was actually pretty good, but other than that, it's just to me, it just does not seem um 
seem as though that it's it's her. Uh, Tony Storm with the win here to advance. We then get the Owen Hart men's tournament quarterfinal with Darby Allen versus Jeff Hardy. And this one, I said, fuck off. Fuck off. Reason being is because it's a dream match. Right. Okay. So why don't you just have them fucking wrestle? Just wrestle. All the uh, oh no no you know, we gotta take the gloves off of us we gotta do what we gotta do we gotta we gotta make it special uh, no DQ and all that why you could save that shit for later have a build up for it why stupid ladder spot which I fucking I I once I saw it I said fuck this it's it's, it's stupid it's just dumb and I don't know some people are trying to equate it say so, you know it's kind of insane uh, um. Insensitive because it's seen as though how um, Owen died, him jumping um, or, or falling from such a fall, a, a large, a large height, and how the ladder spot would have. You know, I didn't. You know what? I would have. I never would have even put that together. I would have never correlated those two things together. But even so, just the match was so fucking dumb. It just, I, 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 I can't. I can't with this fucking company. Just have a fucking wrestling match. It would have been. Just a cool to see them fucking wrestle. Damn. Hardy gets the win here to advance, which why why does he win? It should have just had Darby fucking win. Another reason it's stupid. Jeff doesn't need it. Darby would have it would have been better for him. I don't know. I don't know. This is this is where they fucking they, they booked themselves in a box. That'll close out Dynamite, which leads us to uh Friday Night Smackdown. Fuck, this show fucking kills me. Shit. Friday Night Smackdown. Oh, that fucking dynamite show pissed me off. Just to just to end, you had you had such a fucking great opening match, and then you just ugh, whatever. That's why I fucking have problems with them. First off, we get the uh, RKO, excuse me, RK Bro uh, promo. Uh, and I don't know why Sami Zayn gets involved here. I don't, I don't, I don't, I didn't see what what that was, but apparently uh, now Sami's involved, which led to a match between Riddle and Sami, and. and <laughs> It was fucking great. It's, a, it's 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 great booking. And once again, thank you, thank you, SmackDown for starting off a show with a great fucking opening. Um, it's 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 the little things that they do that makes the show the way like this 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 match good. Sammy just and it's just a great antagonist. Um. It's it's you know the comedy is there, but it's not as heavy. It just just goofiness, and sometimes it just leads me to just say, okay, um, it's not drowning in it. But through it all, the match was really good, fun match, and um, we get we get uh, rid uh, riddle with the win. We get the uh, 
Open challenge for the women's championship match, and out comes out Raquel Rodriguez to challenge Ronda. Why, why did why did why would it be her? She just got there, and then she loses. Like you could have had anybody in the back challenge Naomi. Uh, Tamina, Talia, anybody. Why Raquel? Although they shook hands afterwards and such, um, I still think that you could have saved this. That's just me. We get uh, Happy Corbin and uh, Mad Cat Moss in the ring, another um, interaction. Um, it was it was Happy Corbin who finally starts showing his menacing side, attacks uh, Madcap Moss. He basically uh, pulmonizes Madcap, but he uses the chair around the neck and smashes it with the trophy, which was looked looked good. And then we had him uh, stretch it out. That looked good. Yeah, I, I, I yeah, I, I thought that I thought that um, this kind of spiced up their angle a little bit more. I like that. Next up, we get the women's tag match: Sasha Banks and Naomi uh, facing Natalia and Shayna Baszler. Good match, all in all. I just need Baszler to give more, mm, like the old Baszler when she was in NXT. She needs to be a little bit more vicious. Need to see some of that. Um, I'm, I'm not really much of a Sasha face person, but regardless, it's working here with her and Naomi. I'm just hoping that, uh, like I said, I don't get the stupid fucking um, heel turn breakup bullshit. Although, if you know, rumors are true that it's possibly Naomi joining the bloodline. Okay, okay. I would have preferred maybe Tamina, but you know, it's it's natural that Naomi is part of the fam. So, uh, we get Kofi versus Butch. Ugh. Butch is on his is coming back. Uh, he delivers the bitter end to defeat Kofi and. This was just a quickie match to me. It just really, really didn't care. I'm just still not trying. I'm, I'm still not comfortable with this whole Butch Pete Dunn bullshit. Not, it's not happening for me. Finally, to close the show, we get the Bloodline, who of course hits a promo, and then RK Bro comes out. Got to make sure that uh, RK Bro's out there and got to talk shit. And the talk of shit is leading to the unification titles again for um, the tags. This is a conversation that's happening again. And apparently that match is going to happen next week on SmackDown. Couldn't happen at the pay-per-view, but it happens on SmackDown. Don't know why. Don't know why. I guess they want to draw more eyes, more uh, 
ratings pop. I do not think that these titles are going to get unified. I think that there's going to be a possibility where a DQ occurs in this match. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if that doesn't happen. So, how to close out Friday Night SmackDown and will lead us to AEW Rampage. AEW Rampage. We opened up Rampage. Uh, once again, the NBA playoffs started this show early on. Uh, they started at 5.30. So <laughs> starting off the match, we had uh, the night we had Death Triangle versus Butcher Blade and Mark Quinn. Um, not a bad match. Uh, it looks like Quinn is um, growing some facial hair. It was a typical six-man tag. Um, you could tell that Butcher's been working hard. Uh, body looks different. Uh, Blade is another one. Um, they they look like sizable tag teams. Like they should be, they should be doing more. They should be more menacing. They're just one of those that's just lost in that shuffle, I guess. Um, Phoenix is always fun to watch. And um, it's 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 one of those things to where that you, you, you want to see more out of Death Triangle, but what are you going to do with them more? Is this a tease to possibly let's get the trio title happening over there? You know, I fucks with the titles. I, 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 I'm all about the titles. You give me, bring more titles out there. I don't give a shit. Um, Death Triangle with the win here, and it's about right. I just didn't understand the House of Black shit that happened afterwards. Lights go out, they're in the ring, and then they're out. I don't know what the fuck was going on there. Next, we get a uh, Bear Boulder versus Sean Spears. This was a match just to put Sean Spears over to make him look good or just to make him work. After the match, of course, Sean gets the chair and have to go to town, I guess. Um, didn't work for me. Next up for the Owen Hart Women's uh, Tournament, we have the quarterfinal Riho versus Ruby Soho. And as you already know that uh, Chris Danlander had to replace uh, Carl Sheeta for this match. Uh, not for this match, but for a match. And um, I don't, I don't, I'm like... I, I I I like I said the Riho shit. I I know a lot of the, a lot of wrestling fans love her, but I also see that she's also teasing a little bit of a of a heel turn. Maybe it it's um I don't know. I, I I didn't see anything that I could bash too much, but not anything I could I, I could say I like much either. So uh, 
Finally, we get Scorpio Sky versus um, Frankie Kazarian for the TNT Championship. I'm going to be honest with you. This match was fantastic. It was fucking wrestling. These guys wrestled. It was a, it was it was awesome. It was probably the best match Rampage has done in a while. I, I I loved it. It was a great great match, and especially for two guys like this who know each other and uh, chemistry was fantastic. It was great. Um, there's no more I can say. Yeah, guys, check it out. I I I highly I highly encourage you guys to to watch it and watch it again because I did. I watched it twice. It was a great match. We get um, Taz with the win. I mean, excuse me, um, Page with um, Sky, sorry, Scorpio Sky with the win. And just as the when Scorpio and Ethan Page looked as though that they were going to be on um, the different sides of the road, Sky turns around and knocks Kazarian with the TNT title. Um. great match all in all and for for this show I would probably have saved that match for uh, Dynamite but it is a TNT title so you have to defend it on TNT that kind of sucks but yeah oh and I failed to mention that the fucking baddies was there too but I, I really don't give a shit they cut a promo and it was fucking stupid and then I, I, I I'm I'm so like over that bullshit I don't, I'm, I'm not a fan of none of that shit any case um, that's gonna wrap up not only Round the Square Circle, Rampage, but also Turbuckle Tabloid. Make sure you check us out on all social media outlets. As always, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Twitch, wherever you can find us. We're all there, ladies and gentlemen. It's all there. So make sure you find us on all those outlets. I'm gonna I'm gonna work on getting the audio and the uh, up and running on the um, the live streams. I don't understand what's the problem, but. I'll, I'll make it happen. I always do. Uh, make sure you check us out on all the podcasting outlets. Subscribe, follow, and share. Also, be sure you check us out at RageWorksNetwork.com as well as at RageWorks.net. Make sure you check us out everywhere. Finally, to close out uh, this week's episode, just words of the wise. I was talking about earlier about uh, vacationings. I, I'm not a big fan of vacations. That's just not my thing. I don't like to go on trips or anything. But to you guys, be adventurous. Go see the world. Go see other countries. Go see other lands. Go see other states. Um, you know, there's always people who say, you know, we live in the best country in the world until somebody tells you, have you been to another country? And do yourself a favor and go visit other places. Do something I won't do. Go do it. Be 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 at one with the understanding that you know there's a world out there for you. And if you want to explore, by golly, do do your damnedest and go do that. Me, I live vicarious through you and hear all the great adventures that you had. <laughs> all right, guys, I'm out of here. Ready to go finish. Uh, little one is in the room watching the Billboard Awards. So I figured I'd go sit and chill with her and watch it with her as well. So I'm out of here, guys. Take a bump. Love you guys. See you guys later. Turnbuckle tabloid. Three, two, one.
Turnbuckle Tabloid.